All right, everyone, welcome back to the MatchNet podcast. This is the podcast that we are proud to say is the only podcast in the world, in the universe that we know of about the matching and blessing. So uh, we're, we're just happy to share anything that we've learned about the matching and blessing process and all the collective years of wisdom and experience and weathered eyes uh, about how to help people actually go through this. So if you're a single folk that is preparing well for the matching and blessing, this is for you. And we just want to appreciate you and acknowledge you. And also if you find these valuable, we really appreciate number one, that you can share it with your team, your family, the people in your life that you care about most, because that is how this spreads around uh, is just through word of mouth. So uh, we don't have a, a budget, a marketing budget or anything like that. We're just sharing our, our passions with people. So feel free to share with people. And secondly, uh, we love hearing from you guys. So if you have any feedback or inspirations, please email us and uh, or anyone on the team and we can get that. All right, so we have quite a few people here today. We've got uh, Christian Nseka. Christian's here with us. How are you doing, Christian? <laughs> We've got John, John Abel Seth, Uncle John's here, and Mrs. Yana Johnson. And from the title of this episode, you probably already guessed, this is going to be the last episode with Yana, <laughs> please for now. I don't. What's going on? So People are. Like, what's going on? What's, what's going, going on? on? All right. So Yana, let's uh, let's maybe give you the floor, and we just wanted to let you share uh, what's going on with you, and uh, give us the news. And we want to know what you've been learning from this last few years of doing the director of the BFM. Yeah. 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 So the news, and some may have heard it, or maybe you're hearing now, as I'm planning to transition from BF blessing director now role on the North American level, USA level to now working actually in that role, but on a very local level in Clifton, uh, local blessing coordinator, blessing ministry coordinator. <sighs> and um, yeah, I think, I feel like it's to share why or a lot of the process. I mean, ultimately, I do feel that God's asking me to do this. And I know that um, you know, somehow making that decision, I feel like there's important that things always work in connection with each other. So even though I'm, I feel like this is personal in a way that God's asked me to do this. I also think it's important to make space for who the new uh, blessing director be and that somebody's maybe growing into this role or coming into this role. And that that's also exciting. And um, yeah, I personally live in New Jersey in the Clifton community and I'm excited to be able to spend more time there a community that's been through a lot mm -hmm. so but I think um maybe many people don't know I think I've mentioned it sometimes but that it feels very full circle because a lot of how I got into the blessing and family ministry came from working for many years pretty much since I moved to Norway which was back in 2010 2011 and um, I worked as a local BFM like coordinator for many years. So that's kind of where I learned a lot of things that we share and got ideas was from many years of talking with couples. A lot of my work was like after the blessing uh, with blessed couples and things that they wish they had known beforehand and preparing. And, you know, I have such a um, guess like special place in my heart for the, those kind of experiences and that was in Oslo and I look forward to what this is going to bring in Clifton um 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's so much I could share. Mm. I kind of maybe want to hear from you what what I should say or share. But um, I have a question for yeah. you. Yes, go, okay. Christian. <laughs> Usually, people will go like from local to sub-regional <laughs> to national. You're going from national, not even to the sub-regional level, but all the way to the local. Local. Level. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys, well, what you guys did where you were an amazing team, I feel like whoever comes in is going to be so supported by this team here. Um, not everyone from our team is here, but you're amazing. I think that's part of it. But yeah, I know. That's why I feel like it's kind of a full circle because it is sort of funny to go local, but there's so much that I'm I'm kind of excited. A lot of the things we've learned, and especially with MatchNet and connecting with parents and doing more like family programs, how to bring parents and children together. I feel like there's so many things that to see how that works on a local level and how to actually do that. I just actually came off from a call about that. Like how, how are we going to get more of the parents interested in attending um, some of the programs that their kids are attending? How can we offer more support for the parents? It's just it's a lot of the things we've been doing nationally, but it's on such a wider scale. And we're kind of, it, generally when we do those, we have to do them virtually, but to be able to be more in person mm -hmm. um, is kind of exciting. I think that's another thing that most of my blessing director years have been during COVID. So I've been like a lot virtual, right? Um, not so much in person. And maybe that's part of it too. <laughs> It's like going more to very, very in-person mm. um, time. Yeah. I think that might be part of that. So you just, you just, you just said that you felt a whole full circle that God guided you to America, right? You shared that before. The reason yeah. That's another thing. And then everyone on everyone's mind is why are you leaving? <laughs> yeah. And you just said, because you feel God wants you to leave. Yeah. You see, do you see the confusion that I'm having? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, I what the promise I made to God when I came into this role, and I no. was I remember this prayer that I had, and I think Aunt Margie was having a similar prayer as they were looking for the blessing director, and as we're looking for blessing director, and I was kind of praying about because we had already decided we wanted to move to the U.S. That was sort of mm -hmm. already our family decision. We're kind of making plans and I was looking at jobs and things already. And I just felt that, you know, someone told me about the blessing director role in the US and was saying, you know, how much you love supporting blessed families and to be able to do that full time, it might be something really important to consider. And I never saw myself as being director. I kind of thought more like Christian, I was like assistant director. Like I even reached out to Crescential, like, is there any kind of assistant role? You know. Um, but I was praying more and more about it. And I just felt this strong, like God was asking me, you know, go to the U.S., not just for personal reasons, but really to serve, you know, the blessed families. And, and so I was like, okay, I feel like God asked me to be here. So I'm here until God asked me not to be. Mm. <laughs> Somehow I kind of just thought that was going to be a lot longer. I really did. I thought like 2027, or at least, you know, there's a lot happening in 2023 and, to me, I think for a lot of people, it feels like I'm moving. I, I like using the word transition because I think that God's asking for this support at Clifton. Um, yeah, I, I feel it's very connected to a lot of what we've learned and the things that we 
we um, are going to learn in Clifton. I look forward to like reporting it and sharing it to you and your team and, you know, giving ideas for on a national level. But I, 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 yeah, all I can really say is like a lot of this role and this decision has been very much a, I think God needs this. And I came into it really with a heart of like, how can I serve blessed families that they can feel how incredible they really are. And I, I, that's kind of the heart I feel of going into Clifton too, a community that's really been through so much. Uh, I don't even know half, because a lot of the community I've just, I came here in COVID. So even getting to know the community and participating hasn't been a lot of opportunities until more recently. Um, but I feel like God's saying a similar thing of like really love up the families in Clifton and support there and from everything that I've learned so to me it feels very similar but maybe for everyone else it doesn't mm. I'm not I'm not leaving the country that was a bit more extreme in Norway we were like leaving the U.S. and there was a lot of why are you going I you know I was very involved on the BFM team there and regionally and it was it was hard it's hard to transition I really I know how um it, it is hard to adjust maybe it feels confusing but I don't know. I really trust that there's a reason for this, you know? So what else is important to you? Like of the thing, like what's most important to you at this time in your life? Right now? Um, I mean, I think I've always felt in this role, a lot of what I've learned is I think a, a very interesting insight into like what mother's doing, true mother's heart. Um, and I, I think that like being on mother's team, that's a lot of times how I've seen it. Like, I, I feel like that's part of it being a woman leader in our movement. And it's kind of um, helping to bring a lot of this motherly heart to many areas. Uh, yes, in the BFM, but also, you know, working at headquarters. And so I felt that something I'm really grateful for is I've gotten so much insight into, I think, a lot of the deeper heart or ideas behind some of the things that True Mother's doing or wanting to lead our movement. And a lot of these ideas toward 2027 that are really on my mind about, especially the importance of parent-child. Like from the very beginning, again, <laughs> there's a theme, I'm always praying and asking God. So when I got into this role, the first thing I asked God is like, what's your vision for BFM in 2027? And it was really like a BFM steps back and really empowers the parents. Like that was the clear direction I got. And that's like, okay. So then I was like, all right, 2027, that was back in 2020, but kind of the focus for that. And I feel that that's, you know, that's the same focus, right? Like I'm transitioning from the blessing director role, but I think that intention and what God's wanting to do through that is so important. Um, and I feel like we talk about this a lot, like the importance of parent-child relationship, but I think that's something I've really learned from listening to the way True Mother talks about the blessing, the whole concept of Hyojung, a lot of those things. And that's what I is really important to me. I'm also in that phase with my children, like 2027, my sons would be going to Ilshim, that kind of time, all those kind of things. I feel there's something about how do we have more parent child family programs in relation to the blessing 
And that's one I'm excited about too at Clifton. And it's directly, our family is directly there, right? Participating in it as well. So I don't know if that answers the question, Benji, but that's that's kind of the what's yeah. on my heart. And I I also feel there's that's part of Providence direction too. Got it. Like somehow. And I'll do whatever I can to help. <laughs> like I, I'm I'm a team player. I'm willing to like, mm. you know, yeah, yeah. Um, make the moves that need to happen to do that. And I can do that. Like that's what I feel is one thing. I can be flexible, make those changes and figure it out and create the space for others who have this too. Um, I really appreciate that insight to, to give empowering parents, because I feel like that's what true parents have always wanted us to do, yeah. always wanted to do, empower the parents. But our parents, we, this generation, my generation, we haven't really done that, haven't been able to for whatever reason. But I, I respect that, Yana. You know, I feel like you're coming out of the wilderness. I feel like <laughs> when you when you came to America, welcome to America, and then we took away all your staff. We closed down the country, so so we had to do everything virtually, and it was kind of a wilderness course, it seems to me. So now you're moving into the next course, and I'm really excited to see what evolves in the Cl Clifton Church, because I really, really feel that, of course, what Mother, I, as I understand, has said, create a model church, yeah. and then every other church in America can be modeled after that, right? That's kind of what I understand, and so... Yeah, the national leadership is all there. Yeah, it's true. It's so I, I really feel your responsibilities there and your your tremendous wisdom. I have to say, I've really respected and, and been very grateful working with you. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I just, I really, I hate to see you go from the national level, but I feel it's going to a bigger level. Uh, anyway, so jumping, she's jumping ship yes. to a bigger, bigger ship, <laughs> jumping ship to a bigger ship, bigger, better ship, bigger, better, bigger challenges. Yeah, that yeah, means but... a lot, Uncle John. I feel like you have so much wisdom and help so much, but I'm grateful to hear wisdom too. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting too because there's just so much of I call it like the invisible work or like the heart and investment and care that's we all know and all do more than, you know, one of the reasons we have this podcast is because we can share some of the conversations that we have with candidates and parents and the insights, like we're able to share that with everyone who's listening, but like there's so much just, yeah, years and years of care and investment. And that's how we've learned so much about how we can support more. And I feel like you're such a pillar of that, Uncle John. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Yana. Yeah, I've been with the BFM for well over a decade, almost as long as Benji. Ben, Benji is the old timer here. <laughs> Benji's the old timer and the youngest of our group. <laughs> yeah. But I've really learned a lot and I've been very, very grateful for your leadership, which I really feel is came at it at, at the time we needed you. Yeah. And um uh, and I'm excited to see what the next step is for you personally, but also for the blessing ministry. Yeah now yeah. as you're moving on and leaving a huge vacuum i'm looking forward to that vacuum being filled yeah. by someone that god has prepared so it's pretty exciting an exciting time yeah yana i wanted to get into a bit like i want to know the things that you've learned over the last few years you've had so many so many conversations with people uh different types of people different kinds of conversations a lot of things happened right 
And I also want to hear what you feel like are the, the biggest victories that you've personally uh, had with BFM uh, over the last few years. You know, like what are the things that you have really contributed, offered to uh, our movement? And I want, like, if I don't know if you thought about that, like things that you can actually claim from your experience here. Uh, I think there's a lot that I can say about it, but I want to hear from you as well. Um, maybe some things that you've learned or like you feel like you you developed or could have done better or anything of that nature uh, would be helpful too. Yeah. Yeah. But first, victories. Victories first. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I think I came in a really unique place that I'm so grateful for was because I was, I, okay, back to Europe, I was the local BFM coordinator. And then I, because I showed up in one of the BFD conferences and shared about the marriage course, they were like, and I gave a testimony, but they were like, wow, you know, we had a lot of ideas, but she just talked about something they did. Right. Mm. And we're like, we want her to be <laughs> part of the team. Like she's a doer, you know, she goes. Mm. And so then I started working more on the regional level. And then the um, person that I was working with, she became the director. So I saw her like change into this director role and the things that she was thinking about. And then when I started looking at when I was going through the website and I was applying to become the BFM director here, I saw the things that Crescentia had done and I could see the very similar thinking. Like Europe has less resources and like a lot of the things they were building up were still being built, but it was the same ideas of what Crescentia had started building already and created. And that fascinated me because I feel like there is this and yes, both our moms, Orlando Shank is the director in Europe who I was working with, you know, these young, young moms and this, this longer term thinking about the blessing. And so I feel like I inherited a lot of that coming into this, which mm. is, I think I, I will say it's really a victory. Like it sounds so principled, but like to be a true, a true cane that <laughs> you're able, like inheriting um, I'm just so grateful and also like learning from Crescentia like coming in and she was my pastor at Clifton I felt like all this like wisdom from the previous directors or current and previous director really part of like helping me channel um, and, and again in this prayer but this point about empowering parents I think we have tried to do that in many ways more um, so anyway I just think that that's part of the victory is like learning from those and like how do you fit in to continuing on that foundation Does that makes sense like I think that that's a really key part of victory and um I guess what we created like the two biggest things that stand out is MatchNet we're on the MatchNet podcast and trying to it was again building on the foundation of resources that were already there plus COVID and I felt I shared a vision but Benji you really made it happen but I I was thinking about this idea like how can we inspire people younger and earlier get really excited about the blessing and get excited about the the process so thinking of the the candidates and the singles and how to you know what would that look like what would it take um and so we were already talking about that but then covid right mm -hmm. we had to it changed everything and a lot went more online so it's kind of building from that i still think there's so much more from the ideas and we know we've talked about what we want um to create and what matchnet will develop into 
that's one of the hardest parts for me. I feel like I, I want to see that more, you know, and I'll support in little ways, but I think at least helping with that initial idea is a victory. Even though I think a lot of it is Benji, you're really good at taking vision and turning it into something. I'm a very visionary, but like really making yeah. it happen. I'll just, um, I'll just add that I 100% believe that MatchNet would not exist without you. Yeah. Because I had the idea, but it was because you were like, all right, go for it. <laughs> like you had no reservation at all to trust this, this dude. <laughs> I was like, we should yeah. start a podcast. And you were like, all right, let's do it. So we just started the first episode, right? Number one about spirit world. And that's really launched, uh, 40 episodes. Uh, we just hit wow. 40 episodes nice. and, um, it wouldn't be here without you. We have this month, 10,000 people listened to this podcast, 10,000. Wow. 80%, I just looked at the stats yesterday, 80%, according to Spotify, which is the you know one of the main podcast players, 80% are under 30, under age 30, and 66% are male. So oh. that's that's my my people, my demographic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot of females. Too, so <laughs> then match candidates too. Pretty happy. Yeah, yeah thank pretty you happy for too. listening. All of our listeners support. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of them. And I guess the other two that stand out to me is like mm -hmm. a practical, just devoted the whole concept. It was created by Yayam before, but we created this, um, we added to it, making it a family program aspect and that concept of like parents and children learning together um, and creating a time for communication together weekly. I think that that's, I guess, one of the biggest things that I feel it's just adding on to a lot of our other programs, how we could just turn them into even more family programs. I think that that, that idea or that concept yeah. is um, very cool. And our, our team, I, I'm so, I felt like Crescentia may and has this amazing team. And then a lot of like COVID, it shifted how we had to work and how our team looked and became, but I feel like I just, I think the people that work in BFM and have this heart, like, they care so much. That's why you're here. And that to me is like, I'm just so grateful for all of you <laughs> that we're able to work together. And um, I'll, in the words of Inpyo Moon, he's the international director. He just feels like I got the best team in the world because <laughs> you guys care and have had so much years and years of experience of supporting and helping people. And I don't know, I think like, to me, that's like, are who we are and this is I guess what I always felt I wanted blessed families to feel is like you really are so incredible <laughs> just who you are and your heart to care for the world and who we want to be even though we are you know maybe we look at ourselves or our families and feel like we've got so much work to do but like just that desire to like help the world help God help other families is so incredible and what we can create from that and I just I don't know. It's been really an honor to like work full time in BFM yeah. and be able to see and work with so many volunteers too. And our team that are like willing to make it happen, <laughs> willing to like do whatever it takes so that we can help more, more families and more people on their path to the blessing. Um, I, yeah. I will never forget, you know, when you first came to America early 2020 and, and because of finances, the, like a huge percentage of, of the staff at headquarters had to be let go. Right. Unfortunately. And I remember it was so dire that to a point where even, even the directors 
where their own jobs were on the line because it was a very dire, you know, financial situation business-wise. And you were, you, you had a team meeting and you were like, you know, if it really comes down to it, I might have to become a volunteer, right? A volunteer director. (laughs) Yeah. And this is after, you know, you, you moved your family by yourself. You left your kids and husband in Norway because they were trying to figure out, you know, stuff, logistics, right. And getting over. And I was like, when you said that, that's when I like, you earned my respect, like just went through the roof. I was like, this is someone that I'm going to follow no matter what happens, you know, through this, you know, this time. And, uh, yeah, that has really stuck with me, you know, honestly. And so I, I, I see that as true leadership. If there's anything that I've learned is it's someone who's willing to put themselves on the line, no matter what, uh, even if there's no personal gain, because it's what they believe in. And so I believe that's what you're doing, uh, why you came here, but also why you are transitioning, right. To, to yeah. another role. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I really, there's so much joy in that too. Thank you for sharing. I just feel like the goal, what's the word? It's like the purpose of whole and purpose of individual, but I just really feel that like I want a better world of happy families, right? It's a win-win for all of us and whatever it takes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Any other victories you want to share? Um, I, I, you know, the funny thing I appreciate about COVID, even though I didn't get to meet so many people in person, I feel like I got to meet maybe even more people because of online interactions. And like so many would reach out um, after I would give a talk and I sometimes be talking to hundreds of people, right? But it doesn't feel like I'm just here at home, like we're talking to thousands through the podcast, but so many who would reach out after or just share. And I felt like, yeah, we've, we've learned so much through those conversations. So I really want to, I think that's Mm. um, an opportunity and unexpected blessing through COVID and just being able to be more available or able to reach more people, but also for for them to be able to reach out to me because I I'll really learn so much through all of those conversations and one-on-one and um I, I would tell that too like that's one of my favorite parts of the job <laughs> like people would say oh you're so busy but I'm like no I really I really like these one-on-one mm-hmm. conversations and that also really informs our our work you know we're doing what we do to support you and we want to hear from you and yeah your experience so both parents and yeah, a whole range, I feel like, of everyone in different stages of life. And that's been really a highlight, a victory highlight. I can't really claim it. But I think it's just the result of COVID. Um, yeah, but I've, I've enjoyed that a lot. I think that's one of my favorite parts of the role. And I always I always say that, even though yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm I'm never too, too busy to really take time for somebody who needs time to just share their heart or ask a question, you know? Yeah. 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 So on that note, what, what are some of the biggest lessons or, or perspective changes that you've had? Yeah. Um, oh man, I, I think, you know, the number one that stands out in like, uh, it, it was through many things though. I guess like the concept was first from mother, why Hyojung is on everything. Like it's Hyojung cosmic blessing, Got Hyojung. <laughs> so I was learning about the word of Hyojung. And I think um, after Dr. Young came, we had this time where a lot of the headquarters leaders were meeting with uh, Robert Kittle. And he was talking about the things they did in Asia. And he had some presentation about Adam and Eve and 
the the fall you know we focus a lot on the fall itself but really their lack of connection and heart with god is that lack of hyojung as they call it like feeling this love for god and god as their parent was what led to all the other things and how important that is um to just really love god <laughs> like that kind of guides people towards a lot of the other hopes you know or path in their life and that was like a, a light bulb for me like i felt like i understood more mother's intention mother came up with the word hyojung in the memoir it talks about it and um so I, I started deep diving into like understand more and more what hyojung was but i feel like where i saw it the most were in these conversations with um different candidates that were trying to go to the blessing Maybe they had more complicated situations, sometimes intergen couples, someone coming coming back to reconnecting again, um, maybe needing special grace, all sorts of like, um, not, I would say it's not, the path to the blessing in general is not an easy path, <laughs> like a lot of things, but I would have these conversations and I would just hear a lot of their heart for their parents, their love their love for God. Um, and it's hard. I can't, I don't want to disclose like sensitive, you know, people's individual situation, but I felt like I, I could see how deep this like heart to do something that this is important, not just for me, but it, because it's important to my parents and to God that I really want to do this, even though I'm struggling with this challenge, even though I don't like, you know, the the conditions that are being asked the blessing interview or the blessing but i you know they wrestling with trying to figure out why to do it but it comes from something deeper than themselves and i just felt that like wow you know this is what it's about and sometimes even putting themselves in like uncomfortable situations but yeah i, I really feel like god works through that so <laughs> it's hard sorry not to give specific examples but um I thought I could see this concept and why it's important and why it's deep in real situations of families. And it just inspired me and moved me. And I'm, I always feel so like humbled uh, because, you know, my husband and I were, we're matched by true parents and there was a lot of preparation and faith. And I had a whole process of actually feeling like it was either true parents or my parents that it's really God doing the matching, like not, but still, I think the family matching process and the way it is now and the need for parents and children to work together, it it brings up so many things. And that's how I could see this like concept of Hyojung in practice and this desire of like um children to really honor their parents. And it really moved me. And I feel like, wow, this is so precious and this is so important. Like and I'm always thinking, how how can I articulate it, right? Like how to bring this into the content and things. Sometimes it's not so easy to do, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm amazed by how I could like see that in practice. That makes sense. Uh, and I feel really moved by, I, I keep saying that there's like a different, there's a generational difference in people preparing for the blessing now and me preparing so many years ago like there's just many more questions and things you have to navigate through and I just really respect that um yeah <laughs> I forgot the initial question but <laughs> I just wanted to hear a joke but yeah yeah 
Gotcha. No, I was, we were just asking what what are the biggest things that you've learned in this process? Yeah, that stood director. out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think the second thing is that like, there's a lot of compassion and clarity. Like I would say, I, I, a lot of my role, I talk in more challenging situations and trying to support families. And I think that, you know, there's been a lot of questions about like the the conditions for the blessing and what's required and how can we make it easier? Like it is like the path to the blessing is hard and challenging. And I think one of the biggest things I feel that what's really going to make easier or simpler is it's not that the conditions around the blessing change so much. I think those conditions, as you understand the significance and the value, they're there. The change of lineage, it exists off so many thousands of years of how hard it was for God to bring the blessing and what true parents have really done, right? And I think part of our challenge with the blessing is like going through our own like process of kind of experiencing the more you can connect it to God, like how much God had to go through to bring the blessing. But I think what's going to make in the future more and more, uh, I want to say like simpler or joyful process to the blessing isn't that the conditions around it are changing, but it's the environment we create around it and the support. And like, and I think that that's the key thing that the there's going to be a much more clear environment about what the blessing is, um, you know, healthy communication between parents and children, support in the community, really all of those things. That's what makes the experience around the blessing easier, for lack of a better word, or simpler uh, and adds even more depth to like what what the meaning and significance around so many of the the steps in the process for the blessing are. So I've learned that a lot of like, just being clear and being able to share like this is part of your path to the blessing this is what you've got to do there's a lot of compassion in that like and we're here to support you right it's it's not like oh man it's so difficult but it's more like this is part of it we're all in this together we're here to support you right that creates a whole different feeling and like we're really building this culture together but we also have to understand like what is the value of the blessing like we live at an incredible time that God's been waiting for thousands of them to bring this blessing and how hard, you know, um, how much work it took and who, how incredible true parents are to bring it on. And that we're like experiencing that in our own process to the blessing, but also making it a culture that like in the future, you know, I always think of the future when everybody's blessed families, there's still going to be the blessing. The BFM will look probably very different it'll be about just the ceremony itself and and the pro but like yeah until we're there we're all part of this culture around the blessing that we create that's loving and embracing and supportive and that's the key rather than focusing on what are the conditions it's more like how can I help everyone feel supported in their process and yeah that's probably the second biggest thing to learn wow yeah, Uncle John or Christian, do you guys have a question or follow up to what she shared? Wow. <laughs> what Yana just shared, uh, I, I think, needs to be set up as a separate clip from this mm. podcast, Benji, because that's so profound, the, the the relationship between parents and children. But the preparation for the blessing is, if we really understood, and I, I always say that I won't understand the real meaning and value of the blessing for another 500 years till yeah. I'm way in the spirit world, I'm sure. But yeah. but it's it's so astonishing that we can live at the time of true parents and that we can be families together just longing to support each other. 
And I think what you've said, Yana, you know, the BFM supporting, and especially the blessing ministry, supporting families in seeking the matching and blessing process and fulfilling it and, and getting through it with all the other responsibilities that we have. It's a remarkable responsibility. Anyway, yeah. thank you for, I, I can't add to that. That's so profound. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to say thank you, Yana, for your leadership because, but, but anyway, I'm going to circle back. Um, <laughs> you asked God for a vision. God gave you a vision for 2027. And then yet now you say that God told you to jump ship. I don't know. Anyway, so I was <laughs> just going to say thank you, Yana, for uh, you know your leadership because one thing that you made sure was that it's not just about people going to the blessing. Uh, it's about people really valuing the blessing. You know, uh, like you said about the environment, you know, uh, it is about creating the environment where people can uh, really embrace, you know, the culture of the blessing. You know, it is about also raising the awareness. It is not about there is this policy, there is that policy, but also helping people understand you know, why there is this condition, why there is that condition, you know, this is why there is match net, you know, this is why we did the, the, the all about matching, you know, it is about making things accessible to people, you know, so that they can have ways to have less headache, contrary to what most people believe. Most people believe that, that the BFM is there to create red tapes and make things more difficult. No, you know, we are actually there to help. You know, so uh, you made it easier, you know, so uh, thank you for that. Uh, I, I wish that would have been going until to, you know, 2027, <laughs> like the original vision that God gave you. But uh, so Christian's, Christian's God saying something different. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. Yeah, I'm done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. Yeah. Oh, I had a thought, but it, it floated away. <laughs> Come back. I, I think this is cool to document this type of thing. This is one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is because we're learning so much. I have learned a lot in the last few years just by by, by extent of teaching the blessing. My mm. the, the extent to which I understand the blessing has significantly increased just because I have to teach it. I think if I was not in this role where I'm required to understand what it is and be able to teach it to the best of my ability, I think I would be just an average person. Like, I think I would have gotten blessed. Uh, maybe our marriage would have survived. Maybe not. I don't know. But I definitely think that I wouldn't, I would not understand it. And I would have probably just not been able to raise my family or my kids in an environment of the blessing. And I probably would not have prioritized the importance of the blessing and the matching in my own kids if I didn't have an opportunity to be able to teach it. So my point is yeah. like being able to teach things is a profoundly important way to learn how to learn about it right and i feel blessed uh in that sense and just you you sharing these things you've learned you've learned i imagine that in 100 years from now in 200 years from now people will look back and be like wow that was the early days of the blessing like i really yeah. believe that you know what i'm saying like yeah totally like she was the director she's so young like look at her you know and, and look at uncle well, john so of, young yeah. <laughs> christian yeah you, no i know, you know it's amazing I wanted to just add as you were talking because this was the thought, like the how to all we're we're having this full conversation, but I always think of like how can you put it in a tagline or a nutshell, really 
this culture and what it would look like. And it's all stemming from the blessing vow. It's really about raising your, your children when you vow, make that vow. But like that, those of you listening, especially preparing for the blessing, that it's less about the question, you know, how do I get to the blessing, but how can I inspire my children to want to get blessed? Because when you think that way, even now, even though you're preparing and maybe you're not, you know, like you're not even matched yet, you don't have children, but thinking that way, because it implies what Benji just said about teaching, because who are you going to be teaching about the blessing? It's your kids, right? And so you got to pay attention in level two, you got to pay attention. Why did the blessing matter to me so that you can teach that to your kids? So I think that kind of long-term perspective is so helpful right now as you're preparing rather than, and it's so counterculture to society, which is like, you know, not, people aren't thinking that long-term, but the blessing is really a long-term thing. It's really about this love life lineage, right? And so it's like, the more that you have that in your preparation, it's going to inspire you later, right? Like thinking about how can I convey this to my kids, right? Okay, I got to really figure out what this means to me, right? And these are the stories you're going to tell them. I also laugh about the future. Like, I feel like even for our kids, maybe the blessing process, <laughs> it's going to sound so funny what, what it was like now mm -hmm. for them. <laughs> Who knows <laughs> in the future? Like, wow, yeah, you had to do this and this. Our technology will be more advanced. We'll see. I like to think ahead. Sometimes when it's really crazy right now, it's helpful to like yeah. <laughs> imagine a few hundred years from now, yeah. it'll be smoother for everybody. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, so a dozen I, of I the founding that. fathers, when they signed the Declaration of Independence, a dozen of them were under 30. Or Really? Yeah. Or 30, 30, 30. Yeah. Yeah. 33, I think it was. Hmm. So some of them were even teenagers and in their 20s. I mean, they signed the mm -hmm. Declaration of Independence, which is the foundation of America. It's amazing. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's funny, though, because they probably got older and they're like, you know what? I, we should probably have added this or changed that, you know, like as yeah. I had more experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, yeah. I 100%. We'll ask them one day. Yeah, I, I fervently believe that the blessing is going to be is going to be the natural solution to our world. And it's just a matter of time. And so yeah. the, the question is like, are we going to be on that boat or which ship are we on? You know, and since Yana is jumping ship to a bigger, a bigger, faster, stronger ship, the Titanic, well, hopefully not the Titanic, <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that, that didn't end well. Um, but, yeah. uh, but I was just thinking like, I don't know, like, like what are, what's the like most advanced technological uh, achievement in our lives? Like, what is it? computer maybe or something oh you mean like now modern day yeah i don't know christian christian's the oldest so he probably knows um <laughs> wow benji you just made john's day <laughs> again still secret no one knows your true age i was thinking the computer right like imagine if of bill gates like or whoever back in the back in the garage of his you know mom's garage or wherever he was uh making videos about like everything he's learning about computers and technology yeah. and stuff, you know, like it's a, it's an example. And I think it's not to the spiritual magnitude of the blessing, of course, but just as like, how cool would that be if we could listen to those podcasts of, of little old Billy, you know, you know, tinkering, tinkering away in his garage. And this is what we're doing. Like we're creating the blessing culture for generations to come. <clears throat> and uh, it, it's not like a point of pride, but really for me, it's more humility than anything. 
That's what I've learned is like when people are like, I love the podcast and I go to workshops sometimes and like, like they're almost ashamed. Sometimes people are ashamed. Like, you know, I listen to the podcast. It's really good. You know, (laughs) I'm like, well, thank you. I love hearing that. And it's not a, it's not a pride thing. It's really a humility because it's such an honor to be able to impact people in the most profound way that I can think of in my life. Um, And I think that's, we all share that in common. So, yeah. Anything else, Yana? Well, I was just feeling like, um, if anybody's listening and interested in the blessing director role, I feel like we should put the <laughs> the link connect because I, yeah, even for me, again, when I, I first heard about the role, it took some time to really think, wow, could I do that? Move from assistant to really directing. It's not always easy to see yourself as a leader. Um, and yeah, but I think a lot of these things we're talking about, if it's resonating with somebody that that really a lot at the end of the day and what I felt helped me to the parts that were intimidating or scary or things was like going back this humility and this heart to serve, like humility about, I, like again, I feel like I'm constantly learning, just like Uncle Chen said, what the value of the blessing is. But it's it's amazing, inspiring to be learning that. And, you know, it's okay to say that you're constantly learning as the director, right? You're constantly learning and then serving, you know, we're here to serve. We're here to serve the blessed families. And um, yeah, that's really the heart. And I think also an embracing heart and understanding is so key, but those are really, you know, big parts of the the quality. And I just want to say that if someone is listening or have somebody in mind that like, please, reach out, um, interested, can reach out to me and talk to me yeah. about it because um, that's what I think always gave me the comfort of like, I, again, I really felt like God was asking me to go beyond myself and I had to pray about it and really reflect, but I also felt this comfort in it. Like God, God knows me, God knows my, my heart and desire to help and serve this way. And I'll just do my best, right? Like you, you yeah. So I just want to say that because I think people have concepts and everybody's different what they bring into the role. And a director is really like just supporting the team. How can you serve your team as well? And kind of giving sort of a vision and direction um, and like figuring it out together. You know, it's it just, yeah, I want, I want to create that space that others can see the opportunity for mm-hmm. You know, or consider. Um, I think that's really important. I think if if a person out there feels called, even if you don't feel like you're capable, none of us really are. You know what you might define as capable, but if yeah. you feel called to do it, we we work really to, well together as a team, and um, there's a lot of support. So if there is somebody like you were saying, Yana, there, you you had said a few days ago that there's there's likely somebody out there that God has prepared that is kind of i don't know hidden i forget the word you use but somebody coming who, out of nowhere yeah, out of nowhere kind of yeah I that's right yeah, yeah that's that's where all of us came from yeah frankly. so yeah. yeah and i'm so grateful that crescentia like we're the same age that she was a young director i mean she started young really yeah. uh, like and it just was like oh yeah it's okay <laughs> she did it like mm-hmm. yeah it's really helpful to just your humility is important, like, 
but though you're doing this as an offering and yeah. I want to add that this, if we're having a director transition, uh, in my experience, this is a good opportunity to reach out if you want to, to be a staff or to intern yeah, or yeah. volunteer or something like that. It's always a good opportunity to like place that seed. Uh, we don't no promises. We don't know, you know, what's going to happen, but this is what I did. I like 13 years ago, actually, I emailed, uh, I emailed the BFM and said, you know, Hey, I'm in high school and, or just finishing high school. It's like, if you guys are looking for a staff or something, I'm willing to, I want to help. Like I want to serve BFM. And then years later, uh, someone in the BFM remembered that email and they reach out to me because I planted that seed. That's awesome. So that's how I, you know, by the hand of God, but also my younger self, <laughs> uh, planted that seed. So yeah, send an email to bfmadmin at unification.org if you want to, uh, if you're interested in the director role, but also if you're interested in being part of the team in some capacity, uh, we can always have conversations about that, right? Yes. Okay, Yana, well, this is your your final goodbye. Maybe. We'll squeeze <laughs> as much of you as we can uh, before you have to jump ship to your bigger, faster ship. <laughs> yeah. you, you need to invite Maybe her I back perhaps as a sometimes. guest speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. No, I have yeah. I have a topic that I really want to cover with you, uh, okay. which is maybe a cliffhanger. So Yana might come oh, back; she might not. This is this is actually a request that we got from one of our listeners who is a matched oh, no. couple. They're going through the blessing soon, and they want to learn about parenting mm. because they want to prepare for parenthood. And I have found that the Shout people out that to are them. great yeah, perspective. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. So we'll offer that uh, episode for you guys, and we're going to squeeze that out of Yana as well. All right. Yeah, we can bring Catherine in on that one too. Family oh, fine. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. all the young parents that have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of what I was saying, the humility and the serving applies to parenting. <laughs> You're learning. Like we're trying to figure this stuff out. At least we have a little bit of, like we know we're a little ahead of the game so we can offer some perspective. Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys, John and Christian, you guys can come if you want. All right. Lots of love to you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Be sure to share this with somebody, your team, and check out the MatchNet program at matchnet.us because we are trying to provide a step-by-step -step system for you guys to get matched and blessed through all the education, all the requirements, all the stuff so you can have it easily for you guys. Check it out at matchnet.us and we'll see you in the next episode. Okay. Thank you. See Bye. you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.